I I uh I'm going to a punk gig tonight. Uh so uh there'll be some hardcore punk Irish style. Let you know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, like uh Under- like flogging Molly. Same with- that's Say, it. That's <laughs> it. Dropkick every, Murphys. <laughs> every every punk gig has at least flogging Molly or Dropkick Murphys in Ireland because uh, it's a small place. Many. Like it's a small place. Yeah, um, is flogging Molly Irish? No, they're from LA. <laughs> I, and it, I don't think dro- I think I don't think Dropkick Murphy is Irish either. I think the main guy is Irish, um, but like they're an American. Based band. I mean, you can, can you, could somebody. Re- that is exactly so- what it is. We we know. Could somebody remind me of a, one flogging Molly song? No. Nope. Uh, fuck. Nope. Um, no, I can. I've not. seen them. Nah, not close. They had <laughs> one. They had one. I used to be like, that's a good one, and I have drunken lullabies. That's a song they did. How does I that go? Do it, Lollapalooza. It's like so we find ourselves in the same old best singing drunken lullabies. I don't know. They sound like every fucking what is, little what Celtic is, thing ever. They have the same melody that every thing. Celtic. Watch your fucking mouth. They have that, <laughs> they have that same that same gay old leprechaun melody that you all. I'm sorry. Did you call it song. gay old leprechaun melody? <laughs> I think he meant G A. I think he meant G A E L. Wait, did you but, say? Uh, <laughs> did you say gay old leprechaun melody? That's hateful, Travis. That is hateful. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Folks, it's once again that time... We are here gathered on midnight on our 16th birthday so that we can levitate above our bed because it's, as you know, the television show that is dedicated to covering the first and last. I said this is a television show. It's a podcast. This (laughs) is the podcast dedicated to covering the first and last episode of every television show in existence, which is what has brought us here today to cover Sabrina the Teenage Witch because a hundred years ago we attempted to overthrow the mortal realm and for our hubris and crimes we have been punished by Penn Teller and Debbie Harry to <laughs> assume this form for for as long as it takes. I am Ian Benson. Joining me as always, boy, I burned all of my references <laughs> to what oh, happened. There's so many things. So I many know, things. I know, but the ones that I had filed away in my brain for you guys were the ones I just burned right why don't now. You t- why, don't you ask, why don't you ask us what we're doing when you introduce all us? All right. We'll tell you. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me as always, Stephen Doughton. What are you up to? Uh, I'm uh, delivering uh, endless amounts of popcorn shrimp to young people on my old cruise. Travis Marmon, what are you up to? Trying to decide if I want to turn this pineapple that used to be a, a human teenager into chunks or circles or rings. <laughs> and Matt Ciani, what are you up to? I'm welcoming people to my triangle. <laughs> you can't pick the uh. same guy as me. You picked the same guy as me. Relax. There's so many right. guys. Bob Bermuda. Bob Bermuda <laughs> is, is, is an incredible guy. Triangle. Bob, Bob Bermuda. Played Bob by Bermuda. an actor named David Leisure. Oh, my God. <laughs> his name was David Leisure? <laughs> I don't know if that was his first name. His last name was definitely Leisure, and he's also one of the Hare Krishnas in Airplane. Fuck yeah. Sure. Legend. Sure. His name is David Russell Leisure. <laughs> 
perfect perfect guy to cast if you're just going to be wearing Hawaiian. He was he was Robert Hayes's roommate. He was he was Metis in Bionicle: The Legend Reborn, and he was on the Equalizer as Man in Restaurant. Let me make sure that this wasn't the Melissa Joan Hart was also on the Equalizer. I learned that today. Wow! Swear to God, if this is the name of the first to the last episode of the Equalizer, no, it's not. He was in. He was man in restaurant in episode fifteen of the Equalizer. We already <laughs> I'm had gonna some say. <laughs> I'm gonna say in a time where like teen in quote leads of like shows in high schools that were sitcommy were like at a premium or not at a premium. The opposite. They were. They were. They were. There was a plethora of them. This was a thing at the time. The, this this person, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart, fucking stands out. She she's charming. She's yeah. she's she's a charming sitcom lead. Yeah, she's great. There's a reason. There are many reasons why this show was successful, and she is one of the main ones. Yeah, yeah. Because because every show based on Archie comics gets at least seven seasons. Correct. Yeah. So we are welcoming, uh, as, as you know, we're all to for the Katie Riverdale Keen universe. Season ten, famously. Um, <laughs> There's a far off look in my eyes that doesn't translate to the podcast, but those of you listening could tell. Just <laughs> the, the silence from Ian meant he had that far off look in his eye as he considered the crimes of the crimes of Riverdale. I will say I watched a uh, a little bit of the reboot or the like gritty reimagining of this show right after I watched the Adventures. Yeah, uh, just to see because it's written by the Riverdale showrunner, so I was like. Let's see, like what he did it's with got another. Sally Draper. Yeah, yeah, and Sally Draper. Sally Draper. Kieran Shipka is an amazing casting for the like gritty version of uh, Melissa Joan Hart, uh, uh, and they, I think they got I, the tone pretty good of the show. I remember, uh, I believe it was uh, a friend who was watching that program, and I like showed up, and it was on, and I saw like Kieran Shipka in like her underwear or something, and I just went. I can't. Can't. I'm sorry. I yeah. can't. This is too weird. I remember for me. when weird. you were this high. Yeah. Like, it's I, not I, was like, I was like, I, I understand that she is an adult, and yeah. I do not wish to strip any one of her agency in these things. I just speaking on me personally. I can't. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> that person is Sally Draper, and it feels weird. And I just like yeah. walked away. Absolutely. Um, but that is not the one we are here to talk about. We are, of course, here to talk about the American teenage sitcom. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which premiered on September 27th, 1996, for 17 million viewers in the TGIF lineup. This is our first TGIF show, I believe. Wow, wow. It ran, wow. Uh, it ran seven seasons for 163 episodes, plus three television films, one of which actually aired first, but... On Showtime. On Showtime, but we didn't have to watch that one because the cast was pretty different. And uh, it started on ABC. It ended on the WB. It starred Melissa Joan Hart as Sabrina Spellman, uh, the uh, the classic Archie character. I definitely saw tons of this show as a child, though I probably only saw up to the first couple of seasons, since at some point it both changes networks and she graduates from high school, a thing that is unfathomable now on American television programming for teenagers. The yeah. idea that these people could ever age or change uh, in any way. Shape, Riverdale or form. did it. Yeah, they did. <sighs> yeah, great. I don't care. 
Just saying, in in this same universe, they they did do it. Then yeah. then they like, yeah, great. They did that, and then they fucking time jumped and went from being old people playing kids to like way too young looking people doing fucking Clarice Starling impressions and yeah. talking about wars on football fields or whatever fucking nonsense happens in that godforsaken show. Yeah, that it wasn't was, really that was a war fun. on a football field. That was a dream sequence that he was Shut having. the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Just gotta correct correct the record here. Uh, Are you all gonna go see that movie where Reggie One fucks Julianne Moore or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 that Shock was an option. He's good at poker face. That, that was an option for... Uh, that was an option for me on my plane flight recently. Uh, and I didn't pick Your it. Plane but I, I I am angry. Also, um, I will say I don't know if it's been mentioned in the podcast before. Probably has the the idea of uh, the multiverse Steven, and huh? How is that an option on your plane flight? Why do you keep saying plane flight? I don't know. <laughs> plane <laughs> flight. So you don't think that he was on a hot air balloon picking an in-flight yeah. movie? I don't know why either. <laughs> Steven said that first and I just echoed it that is what happened I was on a Zeppelin and I was given the option of well no he wasn't no a Zeppelin would make more sense it's time traveler no that movie only premiered at con so far it has not gotten distribution yet from Netflix so the idea that you were on a flight that for some reason had May December is exciting uh, it might be that it might be the it might be Reggie two and uh, and a movie that isn't that movie. Uh, he was just on the cover, and I was like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah. Um, but I will. I just I just want to say, not enough. Uh, there's a lot of multi multiverse stuff going on. I haven't seen uh, Spider Man yet, um, but not enough people being like, "Oh." Here's a different version of my boyfriend. I wonder if they'll both fuck me at the same time. More of that. I want to see more of that. Because <laughs> that was a spectacular choice, Riverdale. That was, yeah, absolutely um, brilliant. Anyway, uh, Sabrina Spellman is a young woman who <laughs> didn't know that her life was going to be turned upside down, living with her aunts Hilda and Zelda, normal names for normal women. She has transferred yeah. schools. Um and uh, and they keep telling her she's a witch, but she doesn't believe them whoa, for a whoa, while. Whoa, 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 hold on. Slow down. Slow your roll here, Chief. Yeah. One, you're going way too fast through the episode then. <laughs> that's like... I don't know. That's kind of like... The first thing that happens is they talk about the fact that she's a witch. I know, but we haven't even gotten to the like that part of the show yet. Our yeah. show. Okay, that's where... so what about... That's right. I don't know what that was. Is that the part of the episode we're on? <laughs> I, I meant literally our program. Like, the parts oh. like, Stephen, why did you pick Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Because uh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> End uh, of no, list. I was, I, was, uh, I was up at a friend's house in Belfast, and uh, she was like, do you know what I've been watching to like calm myself down at the end of the day, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? And we watched a few episodes, and I was like, this show fucking rules. <laughs> uh, so then when I hadn't picked an episode last week, I was just like, uh, 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 that one. Um, and that's how I... <laughs> there you happened. go. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, we'd yeah. All, we had all at some point it's, watched some of this show, correct? Yeah, when I was a kid, it would like I wouldn't... It was there was there was no appointment television for me that wasn't cartoons like at that age. But like if it was on, I would sit and watch it or whatever. Like I found it amusing. I liked Salem. Yeah. Uh, 
Salem's Salem an icon. Rules. You know? How did how did Salem manage to stay fun for fucking twenty five years? The how did hardest that happen? I laughed at this program was when they cut to her in the welding mask trying to cut the gem so it fits perfectly, but then you also have Salem in a tuxedo with the welding <laughs> mask, and then the cat just starts talking, and just that part was so delightful to me. Dude, the, say, I had forgotten Salem's backstory is like evil conqueror who got turned into a cat. That's good shit. Like that also is political a, power player or something. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Friend of Castro, but also <laughs> sacred cup holder of the just sacred like, cup holder of the sacred tit of Attila. He's basically the cigarette smoking man of yeah. That's right. <laughs> I I I have to imagine like. That the that it happens in the finale, but it's not the only time we see him watching like a war documentary and being like, "This fascist loved that guy," like, <laughs> like he really just a casual, yeah, Mussolini put the fa- fashion and fascism. Like, yeah, a friend great. of a Good friend of all UK. oppressors, Salem. Yeah, I, I I mean I think this is also good because all cats are tyrants. So yeah, having, it works. Having it, it be canonical. Works. Yeah. And also that it's voiced by Norbert from Angry Beavers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guy, guy with truly just a tremendous voice, Nick uh, Backey. Uh, Bakay. Bakay. A guy who probably, uh, I mean, he he is he has played Salem in other things because of how fantastic the voice is. Uh, he was also apparently Richard Nixon on The King of Queens, which. Huh. All right. Need to know the context. I'm sorry. Why would what? I, I won't find out anymore. <laughs> we'll find out when we watch I, the King of Queens. When did Richard Nixon die? Before King of Queens. 1994. That's what I was thinking. Is why would flashback sequence presumably? I watched a two-hour and twenty-minute Bob Dylan uh, quasi documentary for my weekly movie night with friends. It was it didn't pretty look mad. super fun for me. Yeah, it was pretty mid. Uh, but uh, at one point, Nixon appeared, and a bunch of us booed, except two people were like, he had good domestic policy. And then we started booing the two EPA. people in the room. Yeah, like we started booing the people in the room. And when he came up later and said something, we're like, oh, sorry that your guy had to step down. Ooh, wah, wah. <laughs> but yeah, so I would love to see him voiced by uh, Salem. Did he have good domestic policy? Was he like? We don't need. Like, we don't need. Was he EPA. like? Let's f- okay, that's that's his whole thing. People like to bring up. Yeah, I suppose. You know what else he did? Hella crimes. Anyways, <laughs> that was also part of his domestic hello, policy. Hella war crimes. That came up as in. Well. I just watched the Thirty for Thirty on Bill Walton. There's a segment about when he was in college. Him, uh, he got arrested at a protest on UCLA's campus, and John Wooden was like. You can't be doing that. If you really want to affect change, you should write letters. So he wrote this whole letter on UCLA letterhead, detail like to Nixon, detailing all of his crimes in Cambodia and Laos and Vietnam, and demanding his resignation or whatever, and sent that to him. And he's like, and then a few weeks later, he stepped down. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch was created by Nell Scoville, um, who you... Uh, a hottie. That was a really stupid joke. Oh, oh, oh Scoville? Oh. Yeah. Scoville unit. Uh, uh, yeah, noted hottie who was the co-author of the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. 
I don't know what I don't know what that is. I no. love any moment. Lean in, feminist. Woman. I love any moment where I can say one thing where someone is like, I don't know what that is, and then the other people on the podcast are cackling. <laughs> Uh, it's a book it. encouraging women to inther- assert themselves at home and school. It's, you know, the uh, Sheryl Sandberg is the Facebook uh, CEO. Andy's COO. Andy's no, she's the COO of Facebook. She is married to Andy. Tom Bernthal, the brother of oh, John wow. Bernthal. Oh, wow. Uh, this, <laughs> is a, this is a rabbit hole I fell down some time ago uh, where I was like, do you guys know that John Bernthal's cousin was Adam Schesslinger? And that his uncle-in-law is Kurt Angle, and that his sister-in-law is Cheryl Sandberg. The, wa- you guys. the Walking Dead is the greatest in-laws show of all time. <laughs> yeah, tremendous in-laws. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, yeah. Lean in. We don't need to talk about lean in. What am I doing? <laughs> um, we don't. But yes, uh, she she created Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and uh, based on the the classic Archie character. Uh, well, uh, Nell uh, Scoville is also uh, uh, notable. Uh, she, um, this is a complex issue. She wrote about the Letterman uh, environment for women after Letterman admitted to having sexual relationships with staffers, mm. and that's one of those things where I'm like trying to, trying to be precise in my language in this moment as I'm like, oh right, I remembered this all happening. That's interesting. Yeah, she's she's really notable for like sort of in that way discussing the sort of you know being a a, a, a person who really discussed the um, gender disparity in like late night television and talking about how Letterman only had so many staff female staffers over the twenty seven years or female writers over the years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Did she write on Letterman? Was she a uh, she wrote staffers? on Vanity Fair about the hostile work environment for oh, okay. women. So she reported. Does she have any yes. other noted like creative? Uh, she wrote uh, for she wrote one two one fish two fish blowfish bluefish uh, for the Simpsons. Uh, she was oh the, really yeah yeah yeah. She's the first woman to write for the Simpsons. Uh, she wrote on like Monk and Murphy Brown and Charmed and Coach and Newhart and all of these things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a, and a, was a contributor at Vanity Fair and Vogue and Rolling Stone. You know, a, a real uh, you know quite tremendous career. Um, and so that's where I was like, it is important to discuss the, you know, the sort of like very fair grounded critique of Letterman that she mm-hmm. did. But it was because of the fact that it was 2009, the discourse around it is uh, annoying. And also one of those where you're like, oh boy, okay, hold on. There's a lot of things that I have to piece together as I'm reading through this that people are saying that I'm like, what is this person actually saying? It's, you know, David Letterman being like, ah, I'm sorry you got offended. And you're like, Dave, Dave. Shut the fuck up, Dave. But uh, she created Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is cool because the show is good. And uh, a uh, relatively faithful-ish adaptation of uh, the, the spirit of Archie Comics, which everyone here has some exposure <laughs> to. That's right. 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 Of OG Archie Comics. Um. I've read some Archie Comics. I read the Mark Wade uh, reboot. And I read a bit of um, Afterlife with Archie, which was the sort of fun, buzzy one. But that only went 10 issues. And it didn't get canceled. It's just those people were making Riverdale. So they just fucking stopped making the comic completely. They just never bothered to finish it, which is kind of super shitty in that, my opinion. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> 
Like they were like, we have twelve issues planned, and like issue eleven was solicited, and then they just like have like never even announced if it's canceled. But uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was a spinoff of that, which then led to the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina television program. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the show? Do you want to talk about Melissa Joan Hart? I mean, yeah. I mean, Any Melissa Clarissa Joan Hart heads here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Clarissa is... explains it all, right? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, too. she. I guess I was really, uh, you know, I was really mainlining Melissa Joan Hart when I was a kid. She was, she was everywhere. She was. Was Clarissa first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. She is the child of Paula Hart, a producer and uh, talent manager. Naturally. And, uh, naturally. And her father, William Hart, is a carpenter, shellfish purveyor, oyster hatchery worker, Woo! and entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> so, really naturally. just wanted... Naturally. Really, and, and read those shellfish ones and I was like, purveyor? Shellfish purveyor. God, I want that. I, I got to get that on my Wikipedia page. She is married for the Almond Brothers. Or I mean, sorry, she's named for the Almond Brothers song. Oh my uh, God, Melissa! Cool. Uh, very. You got a real good idea what kind of person her dad is. Shellfish purveyor and person who would probably name. an awesome guy to get a beer with. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but uh, she, yeah, she had been on uh, Clarissa Explains It All, the the Nickelodeon series that brought her to attention. And then from there, she, you know, eventually joins Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She has a run where she's like, what if I became an, uh, a more prominent actor, does an episode of SVU as a teacher accused of statutory rape. Um, then it's like, yeah, does uh, Dancing with the Stars. And then was on an ABC Family sitcom for four seasons uh, called Melissa and Joey that starred her and Joey Lawrence of the Lawrence Brothers. Sure. So... You know, that's uh, and then uh, she was on the Masked Singer and has done some yeah. Lifetime stuff. Of course, yeah. Uh, so I thought she did a bunch of like Christian shit. Am I wrong? Uh, I think someone else. Are you thinking? Um, sorry, that's me reading uh, in real time. That uh, that's the, my reaction to reading that she donated to Gary Johnson's 2016 campaign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's in sure. God's Not Dead too. Okay. Sure. I was gonna say, are you thinking of the of the um, fucking what's her name uh, from the original uh, Buffy? No, uh, no, um, Candace Cameron, um, uh, uh, Candace Cameron, whatever her last name is now, who was on uh, Full House and all of the Hallmark stuff, and is now you know like a part of like Make America Great Media or whatever. <laughs> Her, yeah. her children have the most Christian ass names. She voted for Bob Dole. <laughs> Jesus. Mason, Braden, and Tucker. Can you imagine being 20 years old and voting for Bob Dole? I cannot, no, but that's. I, cannot. <laughs> I also can't imagine being like insanely famous at a young age. So, yeah. Her yeah. candy yeah. store it fucks, was. It fucks with you. Her candy store closed due, due to a lawsuit alleging wrongful termination and racial discrimination. Um, huh. Matt, you were saying the names? Mason, Braden, and Tucker. Those oh. are like Kelly Pickler's kids' names. But yeah, Pickler. and then uh, other you know, other guys I already mentioned. We get you know, Salem of course is um Nick Backey and was uh um Norbert on the Angry Beavers, a bunch of other things, but like we gotta we gotta stand up for that. And then Paul uh, Feig K- is in the show as an actor. Hey, hey. 
You didn't immediately recognize the director of Spy? You didn't see him there? I clocked him immediately. I mean, I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, Paul Feig acted, but I didn't yeah. know what he looked like. Who does he play? He's the He's teacher. The teacher. Yeah. Mr. Poole. Yeah. yeah. yeah Mr. The moment Poole he had, appeared, Mr. I was Poole like, oh my God. That's, Ian, that's Paul Feig. And then later when a kid shouted... You can about recognizing people, but we're just Can I also brag gonna... about recognizing Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks movies? Sure. <laughs> Okay, because he's the kid who shouts, Tornado! I was like, is that Goldberg? And then I checked the, <laughs> the IMDb <laughs> listing, and it is Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks that... movies. Cool. Okay, yeah. I recognize totally. Penn and Teller. Did you recognize the other, <laughs> as you know, all-star we got this episode? Was that Penn, one of the one of the wizard people? I thought it was. Yeah. The, the Penn and Teller and Debbie Harry were, they, were the wizard couple. <laughs> Did you just ask it? Did you just ask it out with Penn and Teller, the silent guy <laughs> and the dude who looks exactly like Penn and sounds like him? And I didn't. Like him? Re- I didn't recognize Teller actually, but uh, but yeah, I thought it was Pendulette. What was his name? Like Greg Grog it, Drell. It's very Drell. fun to be like. I'm pretty sure it's Pendulette, and then not recognize the small man that doesn't talk next to him. Don't know. Who, don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I, I just didn't really know. It's wild him to, to ever talking. think I think that's Pendulette. Like there's there's <laughs> no one else like Pendulette. <laughs> that's not true. I live in Ohio, as have yeah, many of you. We've all seen a guy who looks like Pendulette like before. That's true. Uh, I definitely the have. Voices. It's that I've seen that guy just fucking at Kroger, who's just like standing there looking, debating whether or not he wants to get Halo Top ice cream or actually good yeah. ice cream. If you've been near like a Wizards of the Coast or whatever, you've seen a guy that looks like Pendulette. Yeah, right, just like, enough, oh, Magic enough. the Gathering tournament at the local uh, nerd shop. Oh, there's four of Pendulettes. Tra- Travis, what do you mean? Wait, <laughs> they hold don't on. have a small, quiet man. I want to. I want to interrogate what Travis meant when he said, "If you've been near a Wizards of the I mean, Coast." Near game yeah, what, what is <laughs> I mean, that? What is a shop. Wizards of the Coast? Yeah, if you've sorry. been near the, I mean, the, at, a mall, the at a mall where you would buy. If you've been, yeah. if you've been on the coast stuff. on any beach with some wizards, <laughs> you've seen Pen. Did anyone clock? Also, if you've ever shaved your face with at least five blades, because there's only one place you <laughs> can get that. <sighs> while you write, while you write a story at the same time, then you really know what it's mm. like. Did anyone clock the other all-star? Pen Gillette. I did not. Uh, is one of the? Is one? Is it one of Sabrina's friends? Nope. Is it her dad? Nope. Uh, Aaron. Her Aaron. fiance in the finale yeah. uh, uh, was played by Dylan Neal, who was the gay cop in Dawson's Creek. Huh. There was a gay cop in Dawson's <laughs> Creek. <laughs> Vaguely remember that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he pulls over his boyfriend at the start. He's the teacher oh, on the way to right. school in the finale. Yeah, yeah. And Matt like went long about that. <laughs> uh, and like being like, yeah, of course, that's what the fucking pig would do. <laughs> of um, course. And uh, yeah, and that guy is so hot. That guy that pulled was. me over. Yeah, so so hot that he did that. Yeah, that guy uh, was. Uh, yeah, he was in Dawson's Creek, and then he was Aaron. And I was like, "Oh, there we go, perfect." So, wondered if anyone would clock that one after Travis sent the message in the middle of the night to the group chat of <laughs> some truly staggering <laughs> or surprising all stars. When I was like, I knew that Penn was in this show and Teller. I remembered that. I did not remember that he was the leader of the witch, co- the witch, co- the, yeah, or the the wizard warlock council thing. Here's my question, by the way: What are witches in this world? Since when are witches immortal? Is that a standard witch trope? I no. feel like that's not. It's really not. Sometimes. Was this 
Was this when was this when he was tr- tweeting better than he is now? Like when he got famous instead of like being a weird Elon Musk, you know? Kind In of 1996, token? I don't think he was tweeting at all. No, Drell wasn't tweeting very well. Oh, fuck. boo! Boo! <laughs> the Wizard Council. <laughs> Um, it would make sense if Drill was on the Wizard Council. Uh, if I found out there was one, like, yeah, sure. So your question is, what are witches? They seem like magical people. But also, uh, like, the, like, the part where she's like, oh, the Witches Council is 10 million light years away. Intergalactic like, Are they aliens? I read that are at some aliens? point Salem causes a civil war on Pluto. Are they... <laughs> this sounds like aliens. Yeah. This sounds yeah. I wonder like how aliens. deep I wonder how deep the lore goes for Are you uh, prepared to find out how deep the lore goes? <laughs> maybe. Uh do you know what they remind me of? Maybe like ancients? Like maybe they were actually here first. Maybe they're uh, like we got ancients. a pre are you saying witches are a precursor race? Yeah. Or like an ancient I mean? aliens? Like, yeah, right. So they so they so they they are nomadic aliens. Are you gonna describe the aliens from Assassin's Creed? No, I'm just talking about Final Fantasy VII. Okay, there we games. go. I was like, I was going to start going through various things on which you could be describing ancient aliens. <laughs> I'm talking about the ancients okay. in Final Fantasy VII. Sephiroth, were they there Eric. first? They were. Like, I don't really remember the particulars. The whole of the point lore. is Sephiroth's like humans took over this planet, which is meant for this, and the ancients are here. Genova was one of the first, you know, ancients. Anyway, but wait, Genova wasn't an ancient. Yeah, but she thinks she was. Uh, it's very okay. complex. Anyways. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, boy. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer out now. Sabrina. Well, I went into the sitcom about a girl with powers and her talking cat. I, You know, it's nice to watch a 22-minute episode. It just fucking... It just that trucks along. That one felt along. like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was just yeah. like... Cool. That's why when Steven was like, yeah, she's a girl, she learns her answer like, oh, you have powers and she doesn't believe her. I'm like, that's seven minutes of that first episode (laughs) right there. Yeah, but I love how nonchalant she is about this. Like, most shows, I mean, Matt Talby of Chilling Adventures does this. I feel like you would have two full episodes of her just reckoning I'm so glad to very idea. And this, she was just like, whatever. Like, my crazy aunt to tell me I'm a witch. Uh, Chilling Adventures, much, I believe, like the actual classic Archie comics, doesn't have it be a thing where she's 16. She's always known she's a witch. Yep. Okay. Correct. But she's yeah. heading, she's going into her uh, her dark baptism. Like, it's still like a moment where she has to decide whether she wants to like, yeah. sign her name in the Dark Lord's book or not. But, like, she's always known yeah. she's I a witch. Think, I think that it was, it, honestly, they could have just done that, but... If they wanted to have two episodes where she was reckoning with the fact that she was a witch or whatever, they would have not been able to sort of show what the show was going right. to be in the pilot. Yeah, you used to have to actually do fun stuff up front on TV. And yeah. like the yeah. the era that we sadly had to live through uh, was... Well, because you had to have a... established you'd, that we just show go the show on the and way. then it'd be a week I mean, later. What the like fucking like surfing Dracula tweet or whatever... If you guys remember I don't that, know what that is? Oh, I vaguely remember. I, like, I like if that was made today, he would be like, like in the final episode of the first season, he would like look through the window at a surfboard, uh, at a shop, and if the show were made in the '60s, like that motherfucker would be surfing in the first minute of the show. 
<laughs> That's the thing is I was amazed that there was actually kind of set up in the first episode and it wasn't just like an opening theme song that explained who she is. That would have been good too. That you should have to do that. Maybe. Sabrina was a witch, a cool young witch. She learned how to do magic from her aunts, ducking cats and total social destruction. It's Sabrina the teenage witch. <laughs> Change outfit. Social destruction. Change outfit. <laughs> That's how that's how every intro of Sabrina. No, I ends. understood. I knew immediately as you described this, it was her standing in front of a mirror, like yeah. then like just going through the different fits. At some point she wears an outfit that's like from a different show each week that's happening at the same time at TGIF. Like huh. she wears the teen angel costume or whatever. That's fun. Yeah. But, I, uh, I thought that was a really fun part of the No. Of the thing. Instead, uh we get uh a uh, an actual you know just like oh here's 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 some setup uh because it's her 16th birthday and aunt hilda and zelda uh are watching as she floats above her bed uh because it's like ah you're 16 now now your magic has blossomed they tell her that she's a witch and she's absolutely not believing them which i don't know i think it probably speaks to my mental well-being and my my situation in life but if someone was like ian you're a special boy here's why i'd be like well i'm gonna listen i'm I much like shadow i'm just craving purpose yeah i wonder how much this just like well her aunts are always wacky and saying wacky stuff but has there not been like, magic around the house at me. have they been trying to keep it from her i'm fundamentally confused as to how long she has lived with her her aunts um I do not get that. I also do not understand necessarily the sort of like familial relationships. And also judging later by comments from her father, I have skepticism regarding his position and standing in life since he mentioned putting down a revolt of a working class group. So oh, shit. Even though the witches are unionized. As yeah, they, they said it's a union thing. Yeah, but also, listen, you know, they, witches can be unionized. He put down a revolt of flying monkeys, he said. So just saying gotta watch out for i do like there there are multiple references to oz being real in the in the finale of this show yes it seems like it is uh which is good the melt that's like, a good choice i mean the i i was completely unaware you know of the the witches are immortal and you know hilda and zelda are talking about like the ancient history and the deposit on the parthenon and i was like wait a minute hold on a sec i even though officially they were born they were both born in the middle ages well, little little continuity snag, little cinema sin. You know, ding. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ding. I, I, this is definitely what we want to spend this episode talking about. It's all born the in 1344 and 1351, the but they're talking about ancient Greece. That's wow. Well, they could. Foolish. Maybe they can't turn time back, but maybe they can travel through time. I don't know. Yeah, they could have gone back and seen it, Travis. They they could live non-linearly. I mean, isn't it still around? You can go see it now. Are you just talking about? Are you just talking about Greece? The part Greece, Greece is yeah. Seventeen point two million. million people watched this yeah. episode. Yeah, it was good. It's they been so it, long since we've choice. covered a television program that had those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like last week, a hundred thousand people <laughs> watched the episode we talked about. When the four of us watched it, it was the most anyone had engaged with that program since it aired. This one got down to 10, and then ABC was like, nah, fuck it. And then it moved to WB, and then averaged Crater. slightly more than the most-watched Succession episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 3.0 final season. 
but yeah, so she it's her birthday and she's starting a new school and she is getting taught by Paul Feig. She she arrives at school and he she had sees, some zingers. He's funny. Yeah, she sees uh, Harvey, uh, who she immediately world's uh, youngest Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I know a Harvey. Do you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, I mean, let's talk about the fact his name is Harvey Kinkle in this show. I think that's way weirder, Travis. That's, that's a tough name to be saddled with. And then at the end of the series, he's like, I'm going to rationalize being named Harvey Kinkle by doing uh, James from Twin Peaks cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what First I day of school, they're doing frog dissection. That's pretty... Fucking hardcore. I, t- I thought that too. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's <laughs> getting right the fuck in. He it. said, we're going to get right like, in. Here's the syllabus. <laughs> well, he said like, I know you guys were hoping that I would be spending the whole time saying... Or mi- badly this pronouncing a, your this names. This is a veteran. This is a person who's done some years of school teaching. Yeah, he's like, all right, we're fucking over this shit. I'm not doing. I'm not doing same old, same old. We're going straight. He's like, in we're gonna wrong. have a bunch of snow days that we need to make up for. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to. He's deal like, with listen, this. guys. I know how quick these things go. I created freaks and geeks. It's, it could be gone in a second. <laughs> uh life. Or he was like, I will create freaks and geeks. Oh, you're right. I, it's, <laughs> it's is what before. he said to them. I, w- I will create freaks and geeks. I will direct the heat, not heat, the, the heat. heat, and spy and it last Christmas. Eric Solstra direct the heat. Shut up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Travis. I love any time you get to be Martin. I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> um. No, uh, uh, she, yeah, she sees Harvey. I do like this meet cute that is her looking at him through the door, and then someone opens the door, and he just gets hit right in the face. It was weird that there were already people in the classroom when he was like, come on in. Does he say to everybody, come on in, summer's over. Come yeah, on in, summer's over. He's a grim specter reminding in. you of the passage of time before yeah. you kill a, uh, a frog, before you have to dissect it. Except Sabrina's magic resurrects it, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, happens. She that's, points that's at great. it, and and it comes. That's back how to she. Life. That's how you do magic. That's fucked. Is it I'm fucked? okay with witches being powerful. Sure, she has recreated life. You know how easy it would be. Uh, that is not a witch. End life. I mean, dude. At one point, she turns somebody into a pineapple. And what then, does that say about and the nature then, of human like, consciousness? Let's say they chop up the pineapple and they never turn that person back into a human. Like That's pretty bad. If that's that easy to do, accidentally, you gotta also have the power to resurrect life. I'd I guess. say so. I just, I just think so. that's too much. That's, that's, I mean, listen, it's well, easy it's to take like a life. it's not like they get to pick, you know. And yeah, no. She at the at the end of the uh, later in this episode, she Super Mario Odysseys that poor girl into a <laughs> into a goddamn pineapple. <laughs> uh, except that poor girl is also a bully. So like she puts a fine, she yeah. puts a pineapple hat on her, and that's really all it takes. <laughs> Wahoo! Uh, Woo! Uh, she meets at, in the science class. Uh, what is her friend's name? What is that? Uh, who is I she? don't remember what her friend's Libby? name. Uh, no, um, no, Libby's the mean girl. Jenny. 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 Season Jenny. one yeah, Jen- only. Yeah, um, Jenny does Jenny does disappear. Yeah, I couldn't remember uh, Jenny, so that's why. Uh she uh walked into the closet of the spells the uh the Spellman household and ended up in Other Realm, which I think 
is there's there's the mortal realm and then there's nether realm and then there's outland and other realm yeah no um i think other uh, realm is sh- actually is actually just a, it's it's just a columbus rave venue at this point um, I, I was going for mortal Kombat jokes but okay <laughs> so yeah harvey is a hottie but uh, and he hits her in the head with a real football. '90s boy hottie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we talk about how she's not That's... allowed to use that bathroom? Oh yeah, yeah. Because the football thing is the next day. This day, yeah, she goes into the bathroom. There's the Mean Girls in there, uh, and she causes Libby, the main one, to um, smear her makeup all over. She her causes face her also... no, 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 Travis. She causes a seizure. What she <laughs> did in that moment? <laughs> yeah. Was like, yeah. If you're she's doing very that, powerful. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. I, that's why she's very powerful. And then the last episode that we watched, she's one of the least. Re- it's one of the least redeeming moments for a character ever in, yeah, in the history really, of our podcast. Really it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But no, she. Uh, yeah, she. Uh, if if you were standing and your hand started shaking like this, the reaction Travis would be like, "We have to go to the hospital immediately." And so her friends are just like, "Huh." Damn, she also like mind read her or something. <laughs> like she was talking about, she knew that she sprays her ex boyfriend's cologne or whatever t- to remind. Yeah, her that was really mean. Whatever. It's like, how did you know that? That was a very how's your mom's pill addiction type. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like sorry that you're coping with this loss in some way like this, and you we're working through in your own way. You fucking nerd. <laughs> Sabrina's the bully, is what it is. No. God. Yeah, imagine uh, a bully that also has magic powers. In the two episodes okay. we watched, Steven, sorry, three episodes we watched, she is a bully. Yeah. She is she a bully. She might be a bully, but she doesn't bully that girl. She turned her into a fucking pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> after she's That girl was mean to her, and then she retaliated with How's Your Mom's Pill Addiction, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's a. I'm now. Remember, you know, in, in Spider Man with the, like, you know, he started yes. it, and then Uncle Ben being like, "Well, you sure as hell finished it." It's yeah, that, but what? what yeah, it really, it really is. It really is that, isn't it? <laughs> she fucking sent like yeah. She the 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 scene in um fucking Untouchables. They send one of yours to the hospital. You send one to the morgue. Like fucking what she did. Sending her also the dang you, fruit you plate. You understand the morality at play regarding her aunts because of the fact that they're like, well, yeah, we'll kill her. They're like they're yeah, not even like how her. dare you. It's just like uh, Hilda, like just kind of exasperated more than anything at the idea that this person is going to slice and then devour what was once a sentient person. Yeah, and they're space aliens who've been alive for fucking yeah. seven hundred years. They've seen they've <laughs> seen societies rise and fall. Death to them is nothing. These people should be hunted. They lived through the Black Plague. They are hunted historically. Historically, yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I am in favor of them this. with a big cross. No one should have this amount of power. <laughs> you know what no would happen? If, you know what happened if we hunted them with the amount of power they have? They would win, Ian. We should let them exist because otherwise, fuck, they'll kill, they'll kill us all. This is what the worst song of moving pictures is about. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> what? The Rush song, Witch Hunt. Yeah, that's a pretty, this is ext- pretty shit. Yeah, Ian, this song. is. Ex- Ian, this is extremely like fascist of you right now. This is really fascist. We can't let those. That he's calling for witch genocide. Yeah. You're being, you're being X. You're being X Men uh, villains. You are. You're literally being an X Men villain. <laughs> That's great. And I'm telling you, in the actual reality of if there was a world, if there was a a 
a, a secret cabal. What do you think about what do you think about X Men? Do you think they should? I be think that the X Men are them. cool and great. No, I would hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> the other difference, the though, is that, that the average X Men. The average X-Men does not possess the power against certain... It does not possess this ability. Okay, Most Ian. X-Men have a long tongue. This is a okay. person who can <laughs> <Yeah>. systemically <laughs> rewrite reality so on a whim. Is like the sky a is whim. <laughs> okay, but first of all... Sorry, I'm mentioning Matt is Craven the Hunter now. Number two. Number two. Uh, the thing about the X-Men that makes them so dangerous is, yes, most of them aren't, but every once in a while there's one who can rewrite reality on a whim. Yeah. If they, if they, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's a slippery slope, but I'm just saying. <laughs> these, uh, this, <laughs> these, this is a secret society uh-huh. of, of immortal... Of- God-like beings. Yeah, Ian, this is God. They're God, okay? If you've been looking for God, there they are. This it's fundamentally reshapes the human relation with the world. I'm just oh, saying it'd be a well, big they're deal. They're very and funny. And if they had... Ha ha, they make me laugh. And you know what? Let's not get rid of them. Giggle, giggle. You know what, Ian? I think if you looked at your rhetoric and you just replaced the word witches with Jews, you would see the problem here. <laughs> I agree. And that we've had this discussion before. <laughs> It's a path you don't want to go down. <laughs> oh, the Jews are too powerful. Mm. Well, a secret society. A cabal, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you actually said. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she gets back from school and her aunts are like, no, really, you're a witch. Here's a book with your dad in it. And she's like, boy, that <laughs> guy in that book you. looks just I like my dad. Any, and then he starts a, talking. A book with my dad in it. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Siani talking to you. Through yeah, a book. I was like, who has the funniest? I'm not allowed to look at your mom for two more years. Or else she's going to turn into a pillar of salt or something. That's just being a Midwestern dad. <laughs> going to turn into wax. I I was really confused by that part of the lore. Yeah, again, not a witch They're trope I've ever heard, fun. but you know. Yeah, I know. I just like I, it's the thing of like. How long has she lived with her, uh, with her, with her aunts? Not very long. Like I'm very confused by all of that. That's all. Uh, yeah, magic book. Her dad's in in the index pages as a talking, like he's in another realm, and this is how he this is the medium through which he communicates with our realm. Just send a text message, bro. Yeah. Well, it was 1996. Just send an email, bro. <laughs> Just get on the world wide web. Yeah, and and Salem, she hear, Salem finally talks to her. If you if you had the power to rewrite reality on a whim, like no one has that power. You need a union. Obviously, there a process. Obviously, you don't. There was a need u- technology of any kind. So they probably just never have never sent an email. Okay, counterpoint. Yeah. This is technology. What's technology? The book it's is just, technology. It's just magic tech. Yeah, yeah sure. You, okay. Did you guys learn nothing from All watching right, American Square Gods Enix. last week? Yeah, like this is just technology. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I'm sorry. This is the. Like, <laughs> I I take no pleasure in announcing this, but like that's what it is. It's a book that you allows you to communicate between. You could call it magic, and you could call it science to you know a sufficiently advanced civilization. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, the big the big thing that gets her to realize what's going on is her dang talking cat. A talking cat? The cat hasn't talked yet yeah. in her presence? Dude is I guess quipping. Not. Like, they've been keeping it a secret. 
dude's a real dude is like fucking alf out here it's weird that it is weird again that they just keep it secret until she's already getting powers and be like by the way you're a witch i don't know why that's like imagine like not that's sort of like not ever telling your kid about like that puberty is a thing that happens until they're already like in the middle of it and they're like what the fuck is going on just no prep yeah the last episode would contradict this but i did spend the first episode believing that she just couldn't hear uh she couldn't hear Salem talk I until mm-hmm. she started getting her magic powers. It could have been, but um, considering that that was my that was my understanding. But Whatever. so second she, day of school, she she yeah on the second day of school she is now this is where she gets uh, hit by Harvey with a football. Uh, she's bullied some more, and it culminates in her um, because they're like, "Hey, careful!" You know, she she didn't believe she was a witch till she had the conversation, and then she tried to turn an apple into a pineapple or sorry she tried to turn an orange into an apple but kept making them into pineapples and it was like oh you'll get the hang of this magic eventually a lot of good and, pineapple uh, bits the throughout she does. the episode a lot of oh, pineapples yeah. i really yeah. wanted really wanted a pineapple while watching it some pineapple juice sounded yeah. lovely when she gets bullied in school she does a very dangerous thing which is um getting up in the cafeteria and screaming at your bully like that's a very socially risky thing to do this very could easily have turned into an eye of the power of god and anime on my side kind of deal for her oh, geez, um, yeah. oh yeah wow but that she turns libby into into a pineapple she causes a storm which covers her turning libby into a pineapple because everyone yeah. thinks a tornado is occurring goldberg from the mighty ducks <laughs> screams about the tornado <laughs> and she turns her into a pineapple she points because they're like you got to be careful that finger don't go pointing around. You know you're not you're not practiced in this. And then she does it. And as a person who points often when a photo is being taken or just points at people, I would accidentally turn so many people into pineapples. Yeah, and I think about that. I was reckoning with that. Yeah, it's treated like you know, it's sort of like treat every gun as if it's loaded. It's a basic basic finger safety. <laughs> yeah, and people, she people would be like, Steven, is it a SpongeBob thing? And I'd be like, No, would you believe it isn't? And then you would, uh, and then you would, you would turn them into a pineapple in that moment right. afterwards, accidentally, and be like, "Ah, damn it!" Yep, that's exactly what would happen. I I think uh, it would be great to have fresh fruit like this around all the time. Yeah, you go to the grocery store, you buy only banana, you turn it all into pineapple. <laughs> yeah, you really could game. You could really just game the system in general. Yeah, buy the cheapest groceries that you can and turn them into whatever you want. You, yeah, I was gonna, or you, I mean, later she makes something out of nothing. So that's true. She just creates more milk. There don't seem to be too many rules. No, this isn't like a fairly odd parent situation. Do you think she can create and destroy love? <laughs> um, so she's right. So her rep, so they, they get Libby, they turn her back into a person. And then she's like, I'm going to ruin your whole reputation by telling everyone what a freak you are. I don't understand why they can't just wipe her memory in this moment. Yeah, you'd think they could, they could men in black that shit. And then they're like, no, she's a cheerleader. She has so much credibility. She can tell this insane story about how she just woke up in my house after being pointed at. I don't know. Uh, but so Sabrina concludes the only thing she can do to save her reputation, which is a big deal because high school, uh, is to turn back time. So thus... Hilda, or first she must go speak to the Council of Witches or whatever, which is Penn and Teller and also Debbie Harry. I yeah, we really focused on Penn and Teller. 
Uh, but yeah, kind uh, the of Debbie a big Harry deal part. Debbie Harry's there too. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like fully, like. <laughs> Let me let me double check that this is Debbie Harry. Like, hold on a sec. And I I was I was really surprised. I forget about you know her uh, her acting career. Videodrome, but put Penn Jillette in there and so James Woods. Oh God. Jesus Christ, Travis! I hate the idea of that so the much. The new flesh is bullshit. <laughs> Didn't we determine that she was like a uh, part of? Th- or like went in with Penn on the Jill Jet or something. Like they know they were friends anyway. Um, she was involved in the Jill Jet. I don't know if she was involved, but like she, I don't know, Hold or on. she's tried it or Hold something. On. I think I think she might have been an investor Hold in one of Penn's on. ventures. Hold on. It, the idea came from Debbie Harry. They were once both in a hot tub. Of course it was. Oh my! And Harry, God. Debbie Harry, made the joke about changing the jets for a woman's pleasure. That's such a funny situation to be in that you're in like you're in a hot tub with a legendary hot person and then she's talking to you about being pleasured and then you're like, I'm going to make this a business. Great idea. You know, I have been in situations where insanely hot people are talking to me about pleasure and I don't assume that it has anything to do with me. So I would probably react the same way or as I'd be like, well, this isn't about me. Couldn't possibly be. You're too hot. So I'm going to yeah. think about other things to preoccupy myself. Oh, what about a business? I could definitely <laughs> yeah, was, see myself going was there. Was Pendulette tragically misreading a flirtation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I also could believe that Deb- I could also believe that Debbie Harry just is like this all the time. No, I like yeah. the idea that I like the idea that actually all of this is is Pendulette coping with his misreading of a situation. That would be tough. Speaking of hot people. Obviously, obviously, everyone on this podcast is attracted to Zelda because how could you not be? But um, I don't actually know that that's true. But I will say that she's like kind of a hottie, and then she talks and she becomes the hottest. Her voice is insanely hot. <laughs> I love no? this for you. I mean, these no? are ultimate wine ants. <laughs> I know, but have you heard Zelda talk? Like we did watch the show. Yes. Yeah, Her it didn't scan to me as anything. Broderick speak. Yeah, I was not like, dang, these ants have got me horned up. I was like, these are some fun ladies I would hang out with. But, you know, different strokes, hey. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, Pendulette has a pet mole. Uh, <laughs> and turns down Sabrina's uh, request to turn back time. So Hilda or Zelda, whichever one is his ex, Hilda. Goes, Hilda. And goes and threatens the mole, I guess, uh, off screen. And she grabs it. Yeah, and thus uh, Sabrina is able to do the previous day again. And this time she, now with foresight, aces her history quiz, catches the football, doesn't get or uh, o- owns Libby by uh, second day of school. The Harvey second day of school. There's a fucking pop quiz. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's mad. <laughs> they so, dissected a frog day one. This is a crazy fucking school. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is this? Was summer break I, just was just like a two week, like you know, vacation, and then they all had to come back? Did they have like required reading in August or something they were supposed to do before they even showed up to campus? Like, I I, I want to say some crazy magnet school. Part of what makes this show so watchable for me is that the like the protagonist is at least as smart as the viewer, which is something that drives me insane when it's not true, because. Yeah. 
like she comes up and she's like blah 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 Brad and she's like what and she's like I heard this joke on the bus and he she's like just today and she's like yeah and then she smiles and I was like oh she got it quickly because I was so sure that she was gonna be like they uh, they refused my thing so and it was gonna take like three things happening for her to get it but she got it like she's like wait but they said no oh, I guess they changed their mind and I love that Lo- don't don't dwell yeah uh, we don't, don't know dwell. what happened. She let her know what happened too. Let's I agree. Get to the comedy. Let's get let's get to the yeah, redemption. The most that she has struggled understanding anything is being told she's a witch and being like that's silly, and then being like, hmm, guess I am. <laughs> Very quickly after, <laughs> like she really does just roll with it. Stan. Yeah, yeah. How well would you do, beat for beat, recreating yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Could you do yesterday better? <laughs> Why did I? How did I wake up yesterday? Where did I? Did I wake up in my house yesterday? I think so. Ah, oh, jeez. <sighs> yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. I could do. I could do it better. I could do it better. Hundred percent. But it wasn't like a particularly bad day either. So it's not like Steven? it's not like I have to redo it. Yeah. What's up? I mean this with love and respect and kindness. You are one of the few people I know who could have a situation where you went to bed one place and woke up in a second place <laughs> and shrug it off because you you're in a time you loop. You got shrugging it off is absolutely the 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 only coping skill that I could possibly have developed. Like I got to shrug it off. Just be I like simply must shrug it off. Oh, this doesn't seem right. Huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> so like didn't I sleep in my bed? Oh, well. Yeah, 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 there's a time loop. I fall asleep in my friend's couch, wake up in my bed. Could have sworn. Oh, well. <laughs> I might have <laughs> just is... blacked out going home. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't remember that part. <laughs> That's fine. I could have been stuck in time loops and not known it. Like, 100%. Stephen <laughs> in Groundhog ADHD, Day, day my 500. My could be like, fucking me unstuck here. in time. I don't know. I could be in fucking Slaughterhouse-Five. Sure, I don't know. Could you imagine what the Trafalmadorians would have to, to deal with? <laughs> <laughs> she so she, yeah, she starts doing stuff good. She catches the ball. Uh, <laughs> she sits at the Wait, table and asks. She catches the football. <laughs> <laughs> she catches the ball this time. Yeah, yeah. She gets a date. She wins a wins a date with Harvey. She's like, hey, why don't you hang out with us? And then that was that was quick thinking. She's like, "Oh, she gets we'll just water have plans to spill on first. Libby." Yeah, pretty obviously She's does magic. Getting the ha- that I was yeah. thinking that the magic was clearly visible to both Jenny and Harvey, and they're just like, <laughs> "I mean, I don't know. Like, you could think maybe there's a slate of hand thing, or you just miss. Like, if you saw someone wave their finger and then a cup of water splashed on its face, would you instantly be like, "Oh, they obviously did a spell." <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I might think that. I don't know. <laughs> obviously, they're obviously uh, well, look, practiced look, in the craft. Look. Okay, Ian knows what he saw. I would probably be like, "Must have missed all that." You're, yeah, you're I was like, about I me must be personally. I'd probably be like, "Misremembered that thing." I that would say, ago. "Did you just do magic?" And then the person would push back, and I would go, "No, but really, what did you do?" And then they'd have to wipe my brain. <laughs> Or turn uh, you into a pineapple. Careful. I understand <laughs> that they've wiped Harvey's brain so many times from seeing the magic that eventually it stopped working, and that's why he left Sabrina for a while. Is that true? Yeah, I was I was checking something on that it. And fucking so, oh rules. God. These yeah, writers reached, are great. <laughs> reached a saturation point. I, like, I, lo- I love that. They've actually they actually had erased Harvey's brain 
a lot before he even met Sabrina, just because they lived in the same place. And that's he's actually really smart, but he comes off kind of dumb because of how many times his <laughs> brain has been witch erased. Real, real himbo that's energy abusive. from that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we should so, hunt and kill these people. <laughs> Himbos, yeah. <laughs> Himbo genocide. <laughs> Terrible news for me after I recently <laughs> said that I'm rebranding to Himbo. I also, my dream is also to rebrand to Himbo, Ian. We can't. We're too emotional. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be better or worse. <laughs> I also said I was rebranding to worse. <laughs> I'm trying to be worse. <laughs> I said that. I was like, what am I rebranding to bad boy? I was talking with a friend and they were like, you know, they were saying something and I was like, I don't want to grow. What if I became worse? What if I just backslated? Rebranding to worse. <laughs> That rules. I'm, uh, you know what? I support it. I mean, Thank depends you. on the ways you become worse. If you become messier, absolutely. Let's do I that. I did. I undoubtedly did. Yeah. No, you Ian, go. you got to enter your bad boy phase. I think I yeah, am. You got to be Michael Sarah in Twin Peaks: The Return. <laughs> yeah, so you got to wear. My dharma is the road, <laughs> and your dharma. <laughs> 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 May the oh road. Oh my god! Thank you for reminding me of that scene. I, <laughs> I need to be reminded of that once every you. eight months. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, watch more Sabrina. Yeah, would yeah, and I think did. I will. I mean, yeah, I mean, not really, but it was fun. I had a good enough time. I had a good enough time that I watched the other Sabrina show right after I finished watching this show. <laughs> yeah. I think this show. I actually think this show is better, but you be the. It had a lot better like joke construction and stuff than I was expecting. Yeah, for, like a sort of family sit. Like who? It's, it's a like, definitely what's a target? family. What is the target? That, yeah, I guess TJF was was a little family oriented. Yeah, and this is family know, oriented. Did this sure. show generate any sort of controversy? Like this is the mid nineties. This is when like no pokemon were satanic or whatever and harry potter is about to come out and that's also satanic like this thing that's openly about witchcraft yeah, that's it's i'm not saying anything, anything about from it. like from like the evangelical right or anything no none of this my biggest Maybe. my biggest controversy is the fact that we didn't get to see uh martin mull at all because he played the uh, the principal and i love martin mull oh yeah he's mm. great he's but, so good uh, Ideal casting for my father, Martin Mull. Um, but no, oh, yeah. no mention, no mention of uh, any controversies or anything like that. It was the '90s. We had other things to worry about. But like, that is when a lot of this stuff was going. This yeah. was yeah. all happening. There people, people were inventing were things to be shit. worried about. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure if you talk to someone who was like homeschooled somewhere in the deep south in this era, or like went to the you know particular churches, they probably heard some shit about Sabrina from some pastor. So, so I was just thinking about my friend who was not allowed to watch Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, friend is a strong word. It was a person from Aurora who I knew not well. Uh, uh, would you like to guess the reason why? I think you've told me this. Um, Pagan. The, the outrageous sexual energy emanating from Cosmo and Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> I, rem- I, I remember this vaguely. Yeah. It was like Somebody was rude to their parents or something. What the fuck was this? Close. <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty close. You're pretty close. Uh, because because of the fact that Timmy's parents are shown to be morons and they didn't want their kid not to respect those. Like the the parents are idiots, so you're not allowed to watch it. <laughs> That's good. That was that was the reason. Because the parents are dumb. You can only watch a kids' cartoon where parents always know best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> 
Uh, TGIF. Other uh, programs that aired, of course, on TGIF, which, of course, you know what that stood for. Thank God it's family. Thank goodness it's family. <laughs> Travis is closest. Thank goodness it's Friday. I'm sure that it's that, right? No, it's thank goodness it's funny. Oof. Fuck me. Oof. Um. You know, uh, it comes from the initials for Thank God It's Friday, Thank but the funny. lineup, the, the initialism was, uh, that's what it was. Uh, Awful. And, uh, you know, I'd you had... I'd love to get a hot, a hot dog from TJIF sometime, you know? Do you guys remember how Vince Young, dog. like, basically bankrupted himself by spending so much at TGI Fridays? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a thing. Nothing I say is going to be better than any of that. <laughs> fuck, fuck talking about TJIF programming. Who gives a shit? The finale... The second to last episode, the penultimate episode, What a Witch Wants, there is literally one sentence about it in the Wikipedia (laughs) synopsis of the finale. They listed as the two-part that aired on April 24th, 2003, uh, What a Witch Wants and Soulmates. What a Witch Wants just says, for that it just goes, as Sabrina, Roxy, and Morgan go on a bachelorette cruise to Bermuda, Salem stays home with Aaron only to get in a fight with him. There you go. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. That is that is what happened. That episode was yeah. directed by Scott Marshall, the son of Gary Marshall. Mm. Okay. A man whose war crimes are well known. <laughs> uh, what's that? Like, Valentine's all the, Day, all those New Year's Eve, con- yeah, Mother's those Day. Movies. Okay. All right. Sure, I didn't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't need any of that. Um, what I do need uh, is... Um, more Sabrina. I, what do you wish I, that you do? You wish you had more Sabrina. I do wish that I had more Sabrina, and I do have it. No, there like there were some quips. Um, it was very quippy. Like the, the like the jokes or like it, it felt it felt like they'd run out of gas a little bit. They were like, oh, they'll they'll hear us, or will they? Oh, I should have known based on the def- the defibrillator in every room. The coast is clear. Oh, I finally get what that means. It sort of just felt like. The humor was the same, but they ran out of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that it was pretty tired. Uh, can we talk about the extremely early 2000s fits that Sabrina's getting off in the new theme song? Oh, <laughs> that I, I a lot of the a lot of bare midriff, uh, a lot of leather pants, lots of it happening. Like, I I just didn't like the way the theme song looked. Now, of course. This I is like also the way partially the sounded either. This is also partially because in the grand tradition of programs that we've been covering in recent uh, weeks and such, uh, we are watching like 360p versions because this shit only got DVD releases because you people are freaks. <laughs> this show was popular. I I don't know. I watched it on on Prime, uh, so it was a little bit higher quality, but also like the um, like the screen. What is the word I'm looking for? Like the framing. Aspect ratio? Was kind of, yeah, the aspect ratio, I think, for streaming is, like, a little bit wonky. Do they... Oh, do they crop in so that you get, like... Did you have full screen, but it shouldn't be because it should be 4 by 3 Yeah. Because they like to do that where they'll, they will they will take a show that used to be, like, a 4 by 3 television program and uh, crop it so that it can fit 16 by 9 and you lose then, like, you know, parts of the, the frame. You lose um, the pothole in the pothole episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, it was a whole thing when Simpsons did it, and they cut like so many jokes by accident. In that um, continue to stand with the writers' strike, who uh, uh, are fighting against such stupid things like this. But yeah. um, I think also the thing that kind of tired me in this episode was the one character 
Um, I don't. Uh, I will check which one it was. Which of the the friends? The friends were both annoying. Uh the Soleil Moonfry one was better because um, uh, at least Donovan as Morgan Cavanaugh. Uh, Morgan was pretty one note in the. Um, this is gonna mess up with my hair. Oh, yeah. this is gonna mess my skincare. Oh, oh, I just like at, at a certain point I was like, I get it, I get it, and I know it's only. 22 minutes so it probably doesn't happen as much as it felt it did but still it was like okay 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 yeah but but yeah they uh they they go on a cruise and uh because it's a cruise it's not actually lots of fun young people uh it is a bunch of uh old people uh on death's door as the jokes are going but because the cruise goes through the bermuda triangle uh definitely real thing the, it, it messes with magic and gets all wonky. Bermuda Triangle, cool. I, I, wa- yeah, no, I will real. watch what I any said. media about the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I think it's awesome. 100%. It's just it's an amazing, they, stupid ass thing that we've all agreed is real. Um, they should have found like Amelia Earhart's flight goggles or something. <laughs> they, yeah, Bermuda uh, Triangle is uh, Bermuda Triangle is up there with quicksand mm-hmm. in the. Ones where you do the things that the bit you, about, like, you I thought that this you're would, worried about. Yeah, 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 this would come up often. Trucks with logs, Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bermuda Triangle low key fell off. Um, I guess going in the Bermuda Triangle means that you lose magic, but there's a guy that'll grant every wish. That's famously a part of the Bermuda Triangle. Seems like a good deal. Uh, yeah, but more uh, more pl- more things that take place in the Bermuda Triangle should incorporate Bob Bermuda. <laughs> what if he had been in that movie Triangle? <laughs> when she called Salem and was like, Salem, I can't do my magic, but everything I wish for comes true. And Salem was like, I don't understand what the problem is. And she's like, you're right, I don't have one. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny. In the, like, that that, that was good. like a phone call I've had with some of you guys before, where it's like, I don't understand what the issue you're describing here is. And then like pausing for a second and being like, there is no issue, you're right. And then just going about. Yeah, I guess I'm just on a cruise with my girlfriends, and I can get anything I want here, including this himbo Australian soccer team. That says football, even though this is another cinema sin. They do say soccer in Australia. Dang. Damn. We're doing this now, Travis. Their national to- team is the Socceroos. And you know you know, who's the manager of the Socceroos? Bruce Arena? I don't know. Uh, uh, no, no. Angie uh, posto Kojlu, who was just hired by Spurs to be our new manager. Angie okay. Soccer. Angie Soccer, yes. I thought you were going to say, like, Tim Cahill. No, I'm talking, no I'm talking about good soccer that I care about. Tim Cahill. come on (laughs) if i was a soccer announcer you best believe if people were like just looking a little bit dazed out there i'd be like oh k-hole is that it again it doesn't seem like they're awake out there they don't know where their body is they're in the sunken place Steven, Tim Cahill sounds like the name that you would have for somebody in your phone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the guy that I met one time who went into a K-hole. Yes. <laughs> You're scrolling, you have three spuds in there, you've got Tim Cahill. <laughs> You're just like, damn, yeah. 
So what is he? Is he like a soccer legend turned coach? Yes. Is that, is that the kind of guy he, he is? I yeah. don't know if he coaches, but he was a big Australia soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, if they if they miss the chance on a on an off day where like like somebody ga- somebody had a really good pass and he just couldn't make contact with it in his foot, it's just <laughs> like ah Tim Cahill <laughs> at it again, <laughs> not in charge of his body. <laughs> Who's the sports announcer most likely to make a direct <laughs> reference to a K-hole? Iron Eagle. Oh, it's, it's no. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. <laughs> it's definitely Bill Walton Bill followed, by Robert, followed by Robert Griffin III. <laughs> that's, that's the other one. I was going to say Bill Walton, too. Like, take off of the, the <laughs> full cast last year where they were talking about what RG3 sang. And goes, he said premature snapulation. <laughs> 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 Robert Griffin III should all be in every booth. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, yeah, the main the main issue is whatever. You gotta be careful what you wish for. And when Sabrina says, "I wish I knew if my friendship would survive my marriage and move to Los Angeles," the ship hits an iceberg, and they have to get in a lifeboat and they get stranded on an island. And and they they are forced to survive, um, and uh, uh, this is they're like oh no our friendship is going to last don't worry it's no issue, and um, David Leisure Bob Bermuda himself um, <laughs> I can't Le- I can't get over is so funny I really can't especially get over that especially because of the guy that he's playing in this <laughs> yes, who's just exactly. like who's just like David Leisure back with your popcorn trip David Leisure has brought you a papaya. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm... Bob Bermuda would be a funny name if his actual name wasn't David Leisure because now it just feels like he should have just gone by his name. Like, there's no there moment David where Leisure. I'm watching this He just stepped out of a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just... Like... David Leisure. <laughs> yeah, we can't emphasize enough to the audience. Well, but, it's spelled but, like okay, the word leisure. If, it's not what like if, a. But what if what it was like David uh, Leisure? I was going to say, what if it's be. pronounced leisure? Like David Leisure. <laughs> no, but leisure is a way that people say leisure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would still be the same thing. It would still work. Yeah. David Leisure Suit Larry. I really was hoping no one would talk about Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I actually thought about it and chose not to mention it. <laughs> Which is honestly too bad. An amount of restraint that I don't normally have. That well, game this, make you okay. too horny. You just don't want to talk about it. It, it makes me really horny, and uh, <laughs> I just I want I don't want to have to touch myself on the podcast again. No, again. I, when I was a kid, <laughs> again, yeah, that makes things funnier. When I you can't say. see below um, his chest. I could be doing this whole time. <laughs> I um, I I have a distinct memory of being at the Hollywood Video that's now what like an urgent care. Yeah, you know the one. Yeah, because um, I joked before about the idea of dying at the urgent care underneath what used to be the Top Gun. Ma- <laughs> I sorry, the Top Gun poster that was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I remember when I was a kid, and I would be like, "Oh, Spyro Two, let me rent this uh, and see if I want to buy it or whatever." I would just wander by Leisure Shoot Larry, and I would be made uncomfortable by the boobs uh, at age ten or whatever. Um, and uh, that is my entire relationship with Leisure Suit Larry. So you're not going to stream those? How are you paying me? $10. <laughs> For how much gameplay? $8. <laughs> no, you don't get to do this bit. I think the idea of you just dropping you must a Discord. play to completion, get all endings. Play. Yeah, no. <laughs> he actually, 
Actually, Stephen, you have to finish. That's all. Happy end otherwise. God. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're on the beach. They're on the beach that makes you fight with your friends. Yeah. And they're all like, Sabrina, you're super bossy, actually. I don't remember what her complaints were. I mean, like, other than like, I'm bossy because you guys don't know how to fucking do anything. Yeah, yeah. You guys are everything. You guys are, are vapid characters on a sitcom in season seven. You're not people. Uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 couldn't have the ants around anymore and justify it, so we tried to replace them with friends, but it didn't work out as well. Which yeah. is part of the reason why this show is ending. The ants yeah. left on their own. Apparently, like those actresses oh, both were just like, "This is kind of run its course. Sabrina's going to college. We don't need to be on this anymore." And then they had um, Zelda uh, give up her. Like ability eternal to come back? age, or something. I don't know. She becomes like a child and moves to the other realm or something. Sure. Like, Why they had like her replaced with a candle? Wikipedia. I was like, what? And then the other one like got married and and moved away. Both episodes we watched, if we're calling the two parter one episode, both episodes that we watched had a sentient candle <laughs> in them. Um, a sort of a callback in a way. Yeah, this was one uh, of our more so bingo boardy. Uh, Wedding uh, episodes finales that we've seen in a while, I suppose. Uh, there's no there's destruction the B, the, of the set. There's a B plot in this first part. That's yeah. Aaron has to watch Salem, and Salem keeps fucking with him, as uh, he should. And then Aaron, and then Aaron does a thing that really should be a red flag for about to get married, which is uh, just lock your cat in a crate. Yeah, Salem wasn't being that this. annoying by cat standards. Yeah, he was changing the channel on the TV, which is like low tier cat annoyance yeah i think yeah. if the cat changed the channel multiple times i would be like fine okay i'll if birdie just kept pressing the button i was like you want to watch a documentary on mussolini or whatever <laughs> if, fine, that's, okay. if that is what's little, pleasing little, you today sure little mussolini cat if the i guess cat was staring at the tv and changing it back to the same channel <laughs> that it was already on when i got there i'd be I'd posting be like, on instagram about this i would uh, number one be posting on instagram number two be like that's the cat wants to watch like, this, <laughs> yeah. like in this world in this world where i still don't believe in magic i'd be like cat wants to watch that all yeah. right just be like, like you know what i dominate the tv all the time you, can have your show. <laughs> you get to turn you, yeah. get, you, you get your stories <laughs> yeah I'll watch. I'll watch my sports on the laptop. Whatever Fox Sports yeah. Go, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, he uh, yeah he locks uh, Salem away, and Salem uh, pretends to die at one point to escape, and great, then great uh, job, honestly. Yeah, no, listen, Salem's a genius. He's the best. Uh, also, I did like the the thing of like uh, Salem's like, oh, I'm fine to stay in on my own, and then like. Sabrina's like really like last time and then shows like a clip of Salem what appears to be like the night at the Roxbury style fucking party where it's just him and a bunch of women. And I'm just like, listen, Cat's got game. Let him live, Sabrina. I love how uh, incredibly seamless the transitions always are between the puppet Salem and the live cats that they yeah. use. <laughs> the puppet yeah, is so much like better awesome. in the finale than it was in the first episode yeah. also. Leaps they changed. Uh, they changed like the company that made it um, at some point, so that probably is part of it. When I was when I was a kid, a young and uh, they were advertising the Scooby Doo movie, the the one with you know fucking yes, the Scooby Doo movie. You yeah. know the one. The yeah. movie not, that was your sexual not awakening. Zombie Island. Uh, yeah, your sexual awakening, as Travis just said. My sexual. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Whew. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
uh, I remember being like, I, I remember a very specific conversation I had with my sister where I was like, why is it that they're animating Scooby? Why don't they just have a dog that talks? And she was like, that's a great question. That's really, she was like, that's a really clunky thing to do. And I, I remember, I remember specifically being like, what about Salem? And her being like, that looks bad, Stephen. And me being like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> watching, watching this and thinking of um, Werner Herzog shouting at the cast of the Mandal or the crew of the Mandalorian, trust your, trust your puppeteers. Yeah, but only as him. Sh- yeah, but only as him shouting about Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They should do kids in TV like this. Like seamless transition from like puppet when they're like uh, when they're talking, but then like if they're like walking across the room, then you show a real kid. You gotta <laughs> watch. You gotta watch Annette with the baby puppet. You gotta watch it when that puppet dances and sings. Dances oh my god! When baby Annette plays the hyperbole and she refuses to sing for a moment, and they're like, "Please remember, baby Annette is still a baby." God, that's cinema right there. Uh, but um, no, they uh, the. Uh, I like then, yeah, Aaron going out in just the bathrobe and then Salem closing the door behind him but making sure to get part of the robe. Yeah, incredible. Because that cat's a bastard. Yeah, a little demon. Incredible work. But what's great is like the actual actions of Salem would be like, I don't know, like sixth worst of anyone I know's like cat. Yeah. Yeah, it would get, it. these videos would get like, 10,000 views. Oh my god, I like, would be like, I would get yeah, my job would be not, Salem's not, owner. Not even mil- not even millions. Like cats are fucking mad. Like the the things that he does, like cat changes channel. All right, cool. We talk about it for 3 hours. Cat talks about Mussolini. <laughs> cat orders a pizza. Cat locked me out. Now I'm nude. Cat locks me out of <laughs> It's my nightmare. <laughs> to me, that sounds fine. Have you guys ever been locked out of a place nude? No. no. Stephen, no. no. Which is a, which is, yeah, well, Stephen, yeah. no, is the one like, really? Isn't that crazy? No. I haven't. No, I haven't. Like, I've even done the stupid, because I was thinking it's wild that I haven't, but I've even done the stupid thing where, like, you're playing, like, King's Cup or Truth or Dare or something shitty, and you have to go do a lap around the house nude, yeah. which I have do- I've literally done in, like, the college world, yeah. and they didn't lock me out. Like, that is the prime time to lock somebody I out. I've seen you wear a cardigan as pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I've never seen you locked out nude. No, no, it's, it's never happened. <laughs> um, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever had to do the like jump out of a second story window wearing only your underwear as your clothes are thrown down? <laughs> Another f- uh, uh, favorite in fiction because the person's just, like, husband just came uh, home. I, oh, that. <laughs> yeah, one. yeah, you know. No, I have never been caught as the other person. That seems like one to check off, though. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I can't believe I've never been caught as the other person. I'm it really seems bad. It. Seems but bad. I'm glad that you're it like putting it on bad. a list of like let's check that one off the. Well, it seems like it's an experience like you want to have thing. once. Yeah, one time. I want to be Paramore, and I want to be discovered. There was a time when somebody was like, "Anyway, no, I don't need to go there." No, it hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to stream Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Dry twice. That's the game that I want you to play. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? 
how one, many games are in the Leisure Suit? That's one of the franchise. worst game names I've like ever a heard. Dozen, I think. Oh, it's a Leisure Suit. Oh, there are so no. many, but yeah, Wet What's Dreams Drive Twice. Shoot, Larry, you could also do uh, Box Office Bust. Oh, that sounds uh, like that one, one for me. That sounds fine compared Magna to Cum Wet Loud. Dreams. <laughs> Magna Cum Loud. I'd yeah, I mean, say. Let's all look at it. Yeah, the Wet, wet Dreams Drive Twice came out in 2020. <laughs> 2020. This is a game series that's been around for. When was the years. when was the most recent release? 2020. Travis? 2020 on PS4 and Xbox One. 2020. Oh my god! Someone <laughs> no. in October 2020 was like, "I'm you know in a severe rough mental state right now." <laughs> That's why they put it out. They, they're like, "We got another one for and you." I just need to just I need an <laughs> escape. And they're like, "Oh, thank God, Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams <laughs> Dry Twice has come out." Thank oh, you, that's crazy the most bunch. One. What, oh, and what, what, what was it for? Computer? Did they release it on fucking? It was PS4, for PS4, Xbox One, no. iOS, Mac OS, it's, Windows, it's Switch. It's on everything. It's on everything. It's on everything. On Switch? Yeah. No, <laughs> not on my nice Switch. <laughs> I really Imagine getting really mad about your Joy-Con drift while playing Leader Suit Larry. What? I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad that you can't do gifts on the Nintendo Switch. Like I can't just send Stephen this. <laughs> No. He's following the events of Wet Dreams Don't Dry. Larry is stranded in Cancun <laughs> and being forced come to marry on, the chief's daughter. Travis, they're all compuns. <laughs> but it Coom. has the accent on the U. <laughs> <laughs> what is like the style of game that these are? It's an adventure. Adventure. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like Monkey this Island. This notable for being the last performance of longtime Larry Laffer voice Jan Rabson in a Leader Suit Larry game prior to his death in October 2022. Damn. Thank Rip. Oh, 2022. Oh I was going to say, COVID get him. Are they going to recast Leisure Shoot Larry? I'm sorry. Did you know that the guy who voices Leisure Shoot Larry was Tetsuo in the Akira English dub? <laughs> well, it's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have to finish this podcast. <laughs> uh, Achilles, David oh, yeah. We're going to finish. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to finish. Uh, what, do, what do we got? What do we got? She... Comes back, reinvigorated, after she's learned, of course, that she was actually just on the beach, like, 50 yards down from where the hotel was. I think this is the ending of uh, of a fucking triangle of sadness. But their friendship survives, and they all get back together. There are, they all get back to uh, outside of Boston, where she lives, for uh, the, uh, the wedding, which is... Uh, already a disaster. She wakes up that morning and she has cold feet. Literally, her, she is she's in blocks of ice. Very airplane style gag of yeah. It's good. It's good. Her friends are downstairs. They she has had the moment with them where they're like, oh, you know, it's great to be back. And she's like, okay, but I get married in twenty four hours. I have to boss you around. And I was like, wow, it's wild to have the bachelorette party and the day before the wedding. You guys should maybe think this through a little bit more. Come on. But then considering the fact that basically no one in her family had met her fiance until this moment, uh, I was like, well, you know, seems like it all came together pretty quickly. Clearly not thinking things through at all. Yeah, she, gets, yeah, she seems to be experiencing some doubt. That's why she's got these cold feet. Mm-hmm. Hey, have I talked to you guys about the name Aaron in Ireland? No. Oh, boy. Where is this going to go? Um, it's really not going anywhere really that far but it was a conversation i was having yesterday and then conveniently got to point at the tv because uh to you is the name a-a-r-o-n and the name e-r-i-n pronounced differently no 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 yeah no see we all say no and it was never any different here 
people don't even realize that they sound similar until you point it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that is pretty close. But, like, to them, Aaron and Aaron are two different names. Aaron? And if you're... Aaron, mm. yeah. If you're a, if mm. you're, um, if you're Arin. a man, it's Aaron. Oh, I was really Arin. expecting you to say some fucked up thing with the language. Like, yeah, the one that starts with E is the one that's pronounced Aaron. I was like, no. I, that tracks. No, if your name, if your name is A A R O N, you're Aaron. Aaron. And, uh, they, they really, yeah, they really criticize me when I pronounce one of them wrong, and I was like, it's the same name. And they're like, what do you mean it's the same name? It's like, very different. You fucking guys. Uh, no. So, um, she. Uh, have you ever been to a wedding where the person's had cold feet like this? I mean, not like this, but like. Every wedding I've been to has gone pretty smoothly I've been to, as far as the I have wedding. been to weddings where people have t- whispered about them maybe having cold feet, but nothing has ever shown itself during the ceremony itself. I want it to happen one time. In my experience. I want it to happen one time. A yeah. monkey paw is curled. And if I ever have get I married, to it's going to happen. About the, yeah, have I talked to you guys about the breastfeeding wedding that my friend was at? <laughs> Uh, I don't believe so. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> was Josh Hart there? <laughs> it's a lot less sexy than that, to be honest. Uh, okay, I don't know if this is for the. I felt like tying on yourself. Yeah, yeah you can tell podcast. us that later. I don't know. <laughs> in the breastfeeding wedding. <laughs> but yeah, I do wish it would happen once. Like that would be fun yeah yeah i want to go to a wedding and see it i think it would be really wild if i went to a wedding i would not i wouldn't stop talking about it for a year yeah Yeah, as long as it was like somebody who (laughs) if i like made the cut for the wedding because like somebody else couldn't make it who was like definitely invited like that's the tier i want to be on if it's a couple that you really just don't believe in already, when yeah, you or that there. obviously, I want it to be my partner's friend or family. Like I want that. Level yeah, yeah. Where I'm like that detached. Yeah. I can't imagine going to a wedding. We're gonna. I'm gonna jump around in this episode, I guess, on this one. Can you imagine going to a wedding and then it's like, oh, the wedding's off. You're like, damn. And then you go to leave, and the the bride <laughs> is now kissing a different person and getting on a that motorcycle while her father, crazy. Crazy. while her father is like. Wouldn't you know? Look at the time. I guess they're soulmates. Like, what? If I, I, this if is, I were the, first, the other like the, guy, if I were Arn in this case, yeah, I would have yeah. shot them with a sniper rifle. It is, yeah. Rid- Where are you getting a sniper rifle? I also, I, that's, I, I objected. That's terrible. I objected to this um, because I really did think the episode was setting up what I think is actually a very healthy message, which is that like soulmates are not a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make yeah. each other happy. I really thought, yeah. especially when her I aunt really is like, who cares about what like some rock says or whatever? Like, this is life. Went, There's no guarantees, <laughs> and then it's like, nah. They <laughs> went Harry met Sally the <laughs> there in the end. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fucking wild, but also like it's so wild. Like maybe this is one of those times where it's like, oh, our our format might really mean that we are more sympathetic to the character of Aaron because I mean, sure, he was a dick to the cat, which I didn't like. But then you watch this episode right after, and it's just like, what a humiliation parade compa- for my guy. Yeah, compared to yeah, but compared to his crimes, like this is so yeah. bad. Yeah. And like maybe in all of the other episodes, he's just like a he's a bore or he's terrible. But only seeing these, I'm just like. It is like amazing. He doesn't get along it. with Salem, and then he's <laughs> now he's like tortured for a while. And his parents are annoying, and he doesn't know she's a witch, which is probably the actual biggest problem that she's yeah. trying to keep that secret. I can't believe she's marrying somebody who doesn't know she's a witch. That sounds horrible. I, it's amazing. Yeah, like if she marries Harvey, does he not get to look at her for two years? I or don't something? know. I don't know the rules. Maybe they changed the 
constitution. But yeah, she. M- yeah, maybe Penn got threatened by <laughs> Hilda. Again. It's just I don't know if I've seen a program where the main character was so unsympathetic in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. It's really breathtaking. Yeah. I did like I did like the two minutes thing. I did like that running bit. Yeah. But especially because like everybody's like, that doesn't mean fucking anything at this point. Yeah. Two more minutes? Okay, sure, whatever. Number one way <laughs> to make me dislike you, like on like snap judgment dislike you is oh, two minutes and then taking longer. Horrible way to be. Uh, but yeah, so um Yeah, so what one of the ways the doubts really seep into her is she meets a man named Doubt who's just sitting in her bedroom and is like, Hey Yeah, good bit. Uh yeah, I heard you have some doubts. Anyway, here's your I was just at the North Star uh, here is uh, here's Aaron's soul stone. If it fits yours, you're perfect matches. And I was like, uh, what? The guy handing it to her is named Doubt, so I really doubt that it's going to like work perfectly. Yeah. Plus, um, he's dressed like a also, dang idiot, and he's played by the uh, the blind guy from Curb uh, Enthusiasm. Oh, you fucking got him, Travis. <laughs> a dang idiot. <laughs> he's yeah, just he's a, like dang a damn idiot. fool. <laughs> he is. He is dressed. He is dressed like a child's Halloween costume version of Doctor Who. So, <laughs> also, she wakes up with literal ice blocks on her feet at one point. Did yeah, she? We that. already talked about that. Uh, did yeah. she know that these right. block, these soulmate blocks existed? No, the so- the not at all. Out. Not at all. It seems. Because, like, would you look at the soul uh, stone to see if I actually was soulmates with my partner? Yeah. Would you? I w- I would because I'm always looking for a reason to leave. So like <laughs> honestly like <laughs> <laughs> So honestly like if it fit I'm, I would be like oh great okay okay this was the right person and then I would just kind of double down Based on what you just said my guy I think if it did fit you would still be like okay but like how reliable No 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 yeah. no I no I would no I'm saying like if it fit I'd be like oh okay this is the right person that's great and re- a relief Whereas if it didn't fit, I'd be like, yeah. No, well. Stephen. And now it seems like you'd be like, wait, but this is what's right? This? It doesn't get better than this? And then you'd panic. If it didn't fit for me, I would continue, I would continue on with the relationship because I am a spite-fueled person, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these rocks. <laughs> Fuck your fucking rocks. <laughs> uh, I bet these rocks don't fit with anyone, huh? That's, a whole, yeah. that's funny. I bet that's Stupid what it is. rock. <laughs> Yeah, great. No one gets along with anyone. We're all out here alone. It's all a conundrum or a miracle that we exist. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Travis is a deeply existential person is the secret (laughs) thing about him. I wouldn't look. Who cares? Personally. Who cares? Uh, I sleep. It makes sense to not look. I would look. I don't want to know. Yeah, she goes to the North Star. She makes a bunch of puns about... I forget. This is a punny-ass show. It's true. Thank goodness it's punny. T Gip. That's a P. Uh, I think we should end there. There's moments, yeah. I don't have a hard out, but like, <laughs> that's pretty wacky. Yeah. So wacky. okay. So the so Hilda comes back. Well, first of all, thanks, Matt. We get her <laughs> cousin. Is it her cousin? Her cousin who's played by her sister. By her sister. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, I don't remember that. Who also name voices is. Sabrina in the animated series that was like going concurrently. Oh, in which yeah, Melissa she, Joan Hart she, voices the ants. That's huh. weird. She's a fucking she's a fucking meddler. Like she goes to Harvey, crashes his motorcycle. <laughs> that leaves, was pretty fucked up to do. 
That <laughs> yeah, it was fucked up. Well, she's like, it's great because she's like, oh, is Harvey going to be there? And Sabrina is rightly like, no. And and this teen, <laughs> who is truly too young to understand, is like. I'm going to cause some shit. And she was ultimately, I guess, right to do it, but it is undeniable that she is causing this shit because she is right she is to too young it. to understand. She did it because it's great television. Well, yeah. And also because the idea of uh, being able to teleport to behind, uh, and magically appear behind someone as they're riding their motorcycle, funny bit. <laughs> funny bit. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he's just out there wearing black jeans and a black t-shirt riding in his motorcycle. Fucking, fucking cool guy. Um, I guess she's one of the people who has met Aaron. She is a bridesmaid. I don't know who she, how she's a cousin. Like whose kid she is? If she's on the magical side of the family, I guess there could be a third one. But yeah, like that's because uh, I'm realizing now that like there's Hilda and Zelda, mm-hmm. and then her dad. Well, now I have to find out more uh, of the Spellman genealogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, family tree. Her name is Amanda Wiccan. No. <laughs> like, do they get these names as pseudonyms or are they actual given names? These are some Louis Cipher. Yeah, people. absolutely. I'm glad in Chilling Adventures, at least one of the aunts is like, uh, really? Salem? Salem? That's what you named the cat? Okay, so apparently her mother was Marigold Wiccan, who is actually the cousin of Sabrina, and so this is Sabrina's cu- first cousin once removed. Got sure, it. great. Doesn't okay. you know what? I, I don't need to it. look into all of this. Boom. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. That I have that answer. That oh, that question gets me more answers. Uh, but uh, so yeah, she she's uh, stirring some shit, and she's like, "All right, fine. I'm going to go invite Harvey to the wedding." Which, if in my real life, <sighs> I was getting married, and like a bratty cousin or like friend invited my ex who I am still in love with in some way to the wedding, I would show that person the it's meaning on of sight. Pain. Yeah, it's, it's on site. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is a day where like 17 people are trying to ruin a wedding. And the only person trying to salvage it is the groom. But I mean, as a messy bitch who lives for drama, aren't you also kind of into this? If I wasn't the person... Yeah. yeah. As I said, if I'm the person if you're just, getting married. If you're, oh, 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 look at this. You're just a guest. <laughs> I am wearing three. If I am, yeah. if I am a plus one to this wedding, you are looking over at me, and I'm like that one bully in uh, Back to the Future. I got 3D glasses and popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am I am I'm, front row, I'm, baby. Uh, what's his name from the end of In the Mouth of Madness in the theater? <laughs> Sam Neill's character. Sam Neill, yeah. Yeah. But no, so they, they the, 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 I mean, like, yeah, her mom is there, but she was a llama. I don't understand that part other than to be like a surprise, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, Hilda is there with Zelda as a candle, which was the bargain so that Sabrina's mom could come to the wedding, uh, which sure. Yeah. All of Sabrina's walk her down the aisle. All of Sabrina's friends from high school uh, have been written off the show and are no longer mentioned because apparently there would be a new best friend for Sabrina. Uh, yeah, each season. They recast her a few times. So yeah. they didn't recast her, they replaced her. Recast would be the same character. Right. These were different Sorry, characters. You're right. Which uh, is fun instead. Um, I mean, Sabrina may be kind of toxic, actually. Like, kind of. So. Have you met yeah. Very Teenage Taylor girls Swift are mean. Like, fixture? Well, at this point, Maybe. she is a 20 something girl. Yeah, even more chaotic. Even though they didn't change the title of the show. 
Cinema Sins. Ding! Sabrina the Young Adult Witch. (laughs) She is like, no, we're going to do the wedding. We're going to do the wedding. And then Dowd is like, oh, here's the stone. She's like, well, I'm just going to, two more minutes. I'm just going to go over to the North Star and get this stone. Uh, It's going to be totally chill. But yeah, so she, she has now her soul stone as well. And she decides once they don't perfectly fit with Aaron's that the thing to do is fucking some sick mods to shave down the edges so they do fit. <laughs> and it feels like the type of thing that should hurt. Like it feels like Aaron should be in tremendous pain. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, there should be some like it. psychic agony. But it does rule that she and Salem are just there, fucking working on this with with formal attire on. Yeah, uh, these are the people. Yesterday, you know, it's like uh, yesterday at the finals when they they had to fix the rim and they just sent a bunch of dudes in suits up to do it. Um, That's cool. But uh, she's she is accepting. Then ultimately, after talking with everyone in attendance at the wedding, that she has to just accept that you know, so these two pieces of stone don't fit together. They can still have a big happy life, and it can be great and wonderful. And and Robert Picardo, or Robert? Wait, no, that's not his name. Yeah. Uh, is it Picardo? Yes, it's Picardo. He's a guy that like, is from Star Trek, and his last name is Picardo. Okay, that's why I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Let me double check that's that. That's fucked up. Huh? Yes. He huh. is He is the father. He's a goddamn icon. Everyone loves him. I love him. Uh, he's really good in the recent Confess Fletch movie as an Italian aristocrat. Um, but yeah, he, he's there. I do love how terrible uh, Aaron's parents are when they're just like... Oh, uh, we'll handle these situations. The part where it's like, when Aaron's like, if I'm afraid if I don't talk to the bride, there won't be a wedding. And they just celebrate in the corner. <laughs> uh, and then are like, fine, we'll go do the music. And are just being deeply extra theater parents. Uh, because why not? But um, dad shows up. This is where he mentions uh, the uh, revolt of the the flying monkeys. And you're like, what? Is it that you do in that other realm, Sabrina's dad? Because it he's sounds a diplomat like, or something. It sounds like you're a dictator. If he you're works like, for the oh, State we had to put Department. Their, yeah, yeah. He did say he works for the Foreign Service. Yeah. Uh, just it was a bit more foreign than expected. I can't believe he's in the CIA <laughs> for magic. The Central. Uh, I don't have anything here. Central Illusions Agency. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't my intelligence. Those were my illusions. Uh, yeah, he shows up just in time. If you're Aaron, uh, you have to be confused by the number of people who have just suddenly appeared, I think. But yeah, but this dude is so fucking... This shit happens around him all the time. He's engaged to Sabrina Spellman. He must just think the world works like this. <laughs> he's just really <laughs> stupid. He's, he's just yeah. along for the ride. He's so just much. a yeah. dumb guy. Well, she's kind of into himbos. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, she she starts to walk down and then she remembers that she has a bracelet from Harvey that commemorates the exact time that they met, which is wild. Sure. I don't know the exact time I've ever met anyone. Yeah. Nope. That sounds like a thing that you would know, Ian, and nobody else here. Which is why I'm telling you. The fact that I don't know the exact time I've ever met anyone crazy. shows that you don't... I, it's absurd. The next time you meet someone who seems important, check the time. Just write it down. <laughs> Look at my watch. Break my watch, actually. Yeah. So, that they, so I know. <laughs> like in uh, fucking um, 
we're just having a conversation at a party that's like surprisingly nice, and this guy just slams his fucking <laughs> watch on the table. Just, like, just, what? Every time, every time Ian sees a really hot girl, he just slams his watch on the table. <laughs> I know. We it. start talking, and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, it's nice to meet you." Slamming <laughs> my wrist with a fucking hammer. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, my boyfriend's over there," and you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> no, I have to go get this repaired <laughs> again. Another fucking watch. <laughs> I go home and I just have so many broken fucking Seikos. God damn it! You yeah. really went Seiko mode on that. Whew. He's just lighting it up today. He can't just be stopped. Rocks. <laughs> Amanda Wicken. David Leisure. David Leisure. Sorry, Amanda Wiggins sounds, Picardo uh, from sounds suspiciously like my cousin, Andrew yeah. Wiggins. <laughs> that is Amanda still Wiccan. such a funny name. Amanda Wiggins. Yeah, so right, we're, uh, we're, uh, yeah. So, we're so close. She's uh, she's he, like, oh my god, I can't wear this bracelet, and he's like, fine, I'll take the bracelet. And then she gets up there and starts to do, it, and she's like, no, I can't do this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Aaron. It's just not going to work. It's just not you. And, and then she Aaron goes really outside. Really keeps it together. He yeah. really does. He really does. She's like, hey, there's a bunch of shrimp. Help yourselves. I got to go stick my tongue all the way down my ex-boyfriend's throat <laughs> right outside. It cannot wait. If it you go to wait. see that, if you go and you're like, well, I guess I'll get some shrimp. You are going to see me sucking the face of a different man in my wedding dress. And we're going to casually throw two stones together and they're going to fit. And you'll be like, what the fuck's that? And it means we're soulmates. So you can't judge me for being wildly unsympathetic and cruel throughout the entire of the episode. Because yeah. that's you've just been like, well, I love is. you. You got to be happy. Yeah. I love you. You got to yeah. be happy. Don't go outside for 10 minutes. This guy's <laughs> going to fucking William H. Macy himself uh, <laughs> if he sees this. The whole family coming outside and egging the song. Wild. Wild. Wild that they they egg it on. (laughs) They're all like, it's basically like they are kissing and then the whole family is out there holding up tens as if they're the fucking Olympic committee. (laughs) If they had just been like, oh yeah, there's a witch rule that we all have to witness the relationship be consummated. They're like a step away from that. This should have... the the crowd of people egging it on should have been a bunch of people you've never seen before, and it should have been implied that it was just all the plus ones who were there for the drama. <laughs> like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Damn, hell yeah. And that's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm taking it, boys and girls. Um, uh, hey, whose week is it next week? It's, uh, it's, it's Ian's. Ian's. Um, yeah, so um, it's uh, it's been, uh, been a couple weeks of me having to hunt down some weird shows. Or me watching low-quality versions of television programs. And I want to watch... I also... I feel like I haven't picked a good show in a while. Like, a, a great show. And I just... I'm in the mood for some, some action and some fun and some one-liners. And I thought about picking a show that I would never get around to. But instead, I'm going to pick a show that Travis and I both watched. Just because I want to talk about Justified. Oh, boy. Cool. Even though Justified... Dead City... It's a sequel, so I don't care. What's okay. a good I want to talk about City. Justified. Dead yeah, city. Yeah. The so, new thing uh, my is pick's like Justified. A... Okay. Cool. Who um, here knows the least about Justified? Very much a show I've been meaning to watch for a long time. I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do that, then I can pick a different thing. No, this is good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe <laughs> in like. This is not a show where if you saw the ending, you're like, ah, oh, Justified's ruined. I also don't you know? care. I watch shit yeah. for the vibes. I don't care what the plot yeah. is. You can't spoil it's something. It's a vibes ass show. No such thing. 
I will watch things completely out of sequence. If there's too much plot, I will walk out of the room for a few minutes because I'm just what like, a, I don't need to know. To this is none of my Steven, business. are you going to be the one to tell me what you think you know about Justified? I actually don't think I know fuck all about Justified. Perfect. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Steven, you tell me everything you think you know about Justified starting now. Justified is a show that Ian and Travis like, and they talk about it all the time, so I should know things about it, but I believe it's like, uh, okay, it's about cops in New York, and those cops (laughs) are violent. Let me tell you what. But the thing that makes these cops different than other cops is they are vigilantes. And not only are they vigilantes... And that's time. (laughs) Join us next week as we talk about the U.S. Marshall television program Justified based on the novels of Elmore Leonard set in Kentucky. Got it right. Got it right. And a little bit in Florida. A little bit in Florida. an upcoming reboot thing in Detroit. But... I hope you are ready for me to talk about the coolest line in television history a bunch. <laughs> Let's talk about some awesome dialogue and maybe the worst theme song ever. Uh, oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that will be next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Matt, for your wonderful production week. Uh, wor- wonderful production work week in, week out. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. You know, Just let them know that, hey, they talked about Sabrina the Teenage Witch and also, weirdly, a lot about Leisure Suit Larry this episode. <laughs> if you ever wanted to hear about Leisure Suit Larry, well, Stephen's going to have some Twitch streams for you one day. <laughs> That's but right. First, <laughs> when Ian wins first, the fucking lottery and pays me to do it. I, I said $10. I said $10. <laughs> and then you wasted my time. Stephen, can you bring us home? Um well, I actually think that my quote isn't a quote from the show. I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, no. What? what the fuck? Hold on. Is this a quote from the show? I don't think this is a quote from the show. I think I have. I think I wrote it down, saw it as a quote, then decided I was going to say it, and now I'm realizing it's not a quote. I really want to know it's, what it is. It's something it's just you, you just, said. Yeah, you just have to say this quote, Stephen. from yourself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this is doing here. Uh, what kind of freak gets hit in the head with a football? Uh. <laughs> That's on the show. Is that in the, is that in the show? Maybe I don't um, know. Or you just, have that is your note. With... That's your note that you took when she got hit with a football, and then what kind <laughs> of freak like, gets hit in the head with a put- football? What kind of freak? What kind of freak gets hit in the head with a football? That's in Sabrina. It's in Sabrina, no matter what. Um, there you go. And you know what? It's, if it isn't, I imagined, imagined it in there.